So what, what, what am I supposed to say about Marshawn's goal? You don't got to say anything. I just wanted you to see it because I still don't understand it. It was a lucky shot, it was. Then you take that back. Hello, pod people, and welcome back to another episode of Big Bad Nonsense. I am your lovable host, Sock, and sitting here with me is the equally lovable co-host, Biscuit. Now with 30% less clicking noises. What's up, fuckers? <laughs> uh, if nobody here knows what we're referring to, uh, then either you are very good at tuning things out, or you did not listen to our previous episode where Biscuit's... USB microphone made constant clicky noises that persisted throughout the recording. Yeah, uh, you get what you pay for, and uh, I don't care about you guys, so I bought something cheap. And it showed! <laughs> oh, I can still hear the clicking. Okay, anyway. Oh, good! <laughs> uh, Biscuit's a very animated guy, so anytime he moves around and that cable slaps, it's going to make little uh, whatever. I, You know what? I probably shouldn't have pointed it out. Because maybe nobody noticed, and now that I have pointed it out, it's going to annoy the piss out of them the entire episode. Yeah, well, clearly it doesn't annoy you. But I'm going to try to do better, guys. Okay. Biscuit, say something positive. Uh, Bruins won. Okay, there you go. Yeah. How about that stick puck, everybody? (laughs) I haven't been following the NHL much myself, because, you know, it goes on... TV at like three o'clock or five o'clock in the morning here. We've been busy with the international hockey where Slovakia has proven themselves to be a bunch of losers. Yeah, well, I mean, there's something to be said for consistency. <laughs> Fair enough. You're going to ask me if I have something positive to say? Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Hey, say something probably about your bicycle. Biscuit, you're really terrible at this whole two-way street thing. I'm terrible at a lot of things. Yeah, like you, you, Marriage, for example. <laughs> You're a co-host, right? You're supposed to host back at me. Oh, is that what that means? Shit. <laughs> well, Ash, actually, uh, I've got some... Uh, no, it's not bicycle related, but um, I got my first shot um, just shortly after we recorded the previous episode. That is good. I haven't done it yet. I'm kind of waiting for, like, the 3.0, like... I mean, I'm not, like, anti-vax or anything, but I- I'm kind of, like, looking to see how you guys do first. <laughs> Biscuit, I'm pretty sure that the vaccine is safe, and you can probably just go and get it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is, too. I mean, I got, uh, what was the one I got? I got the one that no- that everybody's afraid of, the AstraZeneca vaccine. I mean, isn't there something circulating that, like, it's doing something to young kids' hearts or something that's, like, total bullshit, but that's the one that's making the rounds right now? Uh, there have been some incidences of blood clots, like, I don't know, yeah. like, 10 incidences out of the millions of people who have been vaccinated, but it's been enough to cause a scare. Yeah. Yeah, because people are kind of gun-shy on that to begin with. Well, yeah, I mean, I'll I'll get there. Probably six months. Yeah. But good for you. (laughs) Uh, I can say that it made me feel really weird. I didn't get quite sick from it. But I, you know that feeling where it's like, you you know you're coming down with the flu, but you don't have the flu yet. You just sort of feel off. Yeah, you're distant. Yeah, um, I 
believe it's the second one that's supposed to make you feel like dog shit for a well day it depends two. on the vaccine that you're getting right if you're getting like the pfizer or the moderna which are these mrna vaccines the second one really hits you but in the case of the astrazeneca the first shot is the one that like really does you in apparently i mean that's more research than i've done so i trust it there we go uh i so i felt weird for 24 hours but i never actually got sick i felt kind of slow but whatever Anyway, the important thing is I have it. I'm happy about that. And hopefully in July, I should get my second shot. And then, hooray. Yeah, then everything's good forever. Okay, so uh, now that we've got the introduction out of the way, let's move on with the show. Hell yeah. Biscuit. What? Are you ready for a joke? (laughs) Oh, this guy again, yeah. (laughs) So are you ready for a Joe jokes? I mean, the last one hit, so yeah. I think we actually had two last episode. Yeah, we did. I picked two topics. <laughs> uh, and actually, they were both winners. No, you, you chose two jokes from the same topic. They were like both from oh, like, the pub well, or something. No, nah, I mean, I was close. Okay. okay. If, if listeners, if you don't know what I'm talking about, last episode we introduced a new opening segment we have called Joe Jokes, which is basically I have this joke book written by this guy named Josef Kovac, who is like a Slovak guy. And he, quote unquote, translated a bunch of Slovak jokes into English, probably with the use of a very poor translating uh, app of some kind, uh, way back in the golden years of 2003. And they're, they're pretty terrible. They're, they're quite hilarious in their translation. So Biscuit, I'm going to have you choose a topic again. Uh, for our joke introduction. So let me read them out to you. There's business, school, religious, doctors, marriage, police, children, pub, she and he, and another. Uh, Let's go she and he and see how that holds up the test of time. Okay. I'm guessing not very well. Uh, You're you're guessing that they're probably quite sexist, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. I'm guessing that, yeah, it's not going to be good. Okay, hold on here. Let me. Fu- and of course, this book is poorly indexed. Okay, so I'll just read you the first joke that's here. Okay. So, Charles comes to wedding agent. I want to marry. What are your requirements? She must be beautiful. And further, of course, faithful as well. That is all. And rich. But the woman with these characteristics would be silly to go for you. It doesn't matter. She can be silly as well. What the fuck is a marriage agent? <laughs> I think I think he means like a, a, a matchmaker, a matchmaker, or someone who who arranges a marriage or something. I, I, I or like a dating coach, maybe, or something like that. I don't know. I, I don't know either, but <laughs> I mean that's great that he's willing to concede the whole silly thing. Okay, so that's, that's- a real knee slapper right there. Careful with that one. Okay, that settles our joke for today. Thank God. <laughs> All right, now that we've cleared that, let's move on with the show. <laughs> Please. Biscuit. What? We've got a bit of a non-typical episode here. Oh, why? Did we get mail? Uh, no, uh, I wasn't actually... <laughs> <laughs> uh, l- l- let me be honest with you. Uh, this episode and the next one, uh, I-, I don't have any mail prepared. 
I haven't even bothered to check the inbox because fuck it. Like after our previous episode, I went to look through the mail and there was one letter from, uh, I don't know, some guy and the, the email just said, the. <laughs> like, I, so, I kind of love that actually. <laughs> So, like, at this point, I'm just like, what, what, what am I supposed to do with these, right? Like, I'm sure there's probably an email there from John asking some stupid question or something like that. No, the, the reason this is a non-typical episode, this was actually your idea. Uh, I don't know if you remember suggesting it or not, but this is going to be sort of... Oh, a- shit! I'm about to look dumber. <laughs> you have no recollection of what it is you recommended, huh? No, it's the uh, NFTs, right? Uh, yeah, there we go. There we go. Okay. So basically, Biscuit suggested to me, he said, let's have an episode where you explain something to me uh, because that could be funny, which I'm sure it definitely will be because a lot of our episodes are, are me explaining things to Biscuit that he doesn't understand. And sometimes that can have pretty hilarious results. Uh, so Biscuit basically said to me, I have no idea what an NFT is. I've listened to a bunch of people discussing it, and I still don't know what it is. So, Biscuit wants me to explain NFTs to him. Yeah, um, I've listened to a couple hours of people talking about it, and I get it less than I did before that. Okay, in the spirit of humor, why don't you describe to me what you think an NFT is, and then if I need to correct it, I will. It stands for non fungible token yeah. um which means like i'm giving you this there are copies of it but this is the original one which makes it worth more somehow um which i've heard people use the mona lisa and copies of the mona lisa as an example but like that's a physical thing and this isn't i'm i think it's not. God, this is fucking bad. Um, but, like, you can, like, sell somebody, like, a recording of LeBron James dunking on somebody. And it's worth money, even though I can find it on YouTube. Mm-hmm. That, 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 that's about what I got. Okay. You know what? I would say that's actually a pretty good description of what it is, barring a few <laughs> holes that you have. That being accurate makes me understand it less. <laughs> okay, let's go back to your Mona Lisa analogy there, okay? So yeah. think of it like this. You have the Mona Lisa, the painting. I've heard of that. I'm aware it exists. Oh, okay, wonderful, okay? Now, you also have, like, after you go and see the Mona Lisa in the museum, you can go to the gift shop and buy a poster of the Mona Lisa. I'm with you. Okay, so now uh, the poster of the Mona Lisa is fungible basically meaning replaceable so if i lose my poster if my house burns down or whatever or i accidentally rip the poster off the wall or something like that i can go back to the shop and i can buy another mona lisa poster yeah you can print another one but if you somebody you know puts their fist through the original well can't really do that you can put a poster over it There we go. All right. So we got the basic idea, right? So the poster is fungible. It's replaceable, right? Any poster of the Mona Lisa is equally replaceable with another poster of the Mona Lisa. But the Mona Lisa is irreplaceable. If the Louvre in Paris burns down with the Mona Lisa in it, 
the Mona Lisa's gone. What would have been funny would have been if you asked me what museum the Mona Lisa was in. <laughs> I, uh, I would not have gotten that one. <laughs> uh, well, maybe we can engage in some trivia. Uh, okay, anyway. <laughs> so the Mona Lisa would be the non-fungible version. It's irreplaceable. You lose the Mona Lisa, that's it. You're done. Okay? Now, an NFT is basically the digital version of that. But, like, um, Jack on Twitter, which, fuck you, I've appealed my band four times, been like two months, you haven't gotten back to me, kiss my ass, you piece of shit. Um, <laughs> he sold, like, his first tweet as an NFT, right? Yes. And so what does buying that give you that I don't have? Uh, a collector's item. But is it really? Because I can go pull it up right now. You can. Now, here's the thing, right? Just like I could walk into the, the Louvre and I could take a picture of the Mona Lisa and print it out myself, right? You can go and see Jack's tweet. But... The collectible version of it is uniquely assigned to whoever paid money for it. See, that's where you lose me. It's like illusionary ownership, though, because it's a digital thing. Like, okay. you can't pull Jack's tweet out of his fucking pocket and be like, look what I got. Yeah. Now, you're right. And a lot of people will say that this is exactly why NFTs are stupid. Yeah. I, I being one of them. <laughs> uh, think of it more like, um, I don't know, maybe baseball cards, right? Like you, you have a baseball card, right? Like you have a, a, a famous player or whatever. Like there's a lot of those in different packs. It's like you can end up with like multiple copies of it, but you take it to the game and get that guy to sign it, right? Now it's become unique to you, right? He writes, you know, two biscuit all my love baseball guy or whatever. Yeah. See you at the game. Love Tom Brady. Yeah. Um, I mean, football cards are my jam. I got, I mean, I'm literally looking at about 200 right now and some stacks I'm trying to sell, which hit me up if you guys want to buy some. Um, and there's like limited print ones that, you know, it's like one of 99 or 40 or 69 of 99. Nice. Um, that they're more valuable because they're a limited print and it says that on there. There's autograph ones that are more valuable. But again, we're getting back to I can hold it. Mm -hmm. I, what does buying Jack Dorsey's tweet give me? Uh, again, Biscuit, like you're collecting what is essentially code that says this is Jack Dorsey's tweet. But it what? Okay. See, this is why this shit. Okay. This episode of Big Bad Nonsense is made possible by. I'm doing like a little fucking square dance right now. I am the owner of Jack Dorsey's tweet, okay? I bought okay. it. It was me. I'm the guy. Yeah. What can I do with it that you cannot? Uh, you can resell it. 
to somebody else who might also collect <laughs> NFTs of tweets. So nothing is what you're telling me. Well, okay, like let me let me counter that with a question. It's like, what can you do with uh, a signed Tom Brady card? I can hold it up and say, "Fuck you, I own this, and you don't." Okay, so now, although it's true that you can hold up a physical item, right? I can hold it. Yeah, you can hold it. It's tangible. But in the case of uh, the Jack Dorsey tweet, you can store the code in your wallet. So it's kind of like a digital holding up to say that you own it. <laughs> like, I don't get it. There, there's Why nothing... would you pay money for that? <laughs> Who's going like... to be like, oh, wow, you bought a tweet? <laughs> there's, there, there's nothing to get, right? It's like all they've done is they've taken like Beanie Babies or something and made it into computer code. That's what they've done. Well, there's a good analogy right there. Okay, so it's bullshit. Well, yeah, the, I mean. Yeah, I mean, like of all the dumb investment things right now, which is a particularly dumb investing time. I mean, fucking people made tens of thousands of dollars on fucking Dogecoin. Of all the dumb things right now, I feel like this is the dumbest. <laughs> I mean, if you break down any financial transaction or any sort of like um, consumerism around a product, it all sounds pretty stupid. Like, what do you have in having like a signed Tom Brady card, right? It, it looks cool. Okay. Which I guess is. I guess that's the argument that people spending money on this are making. Sure, but, right? But okay. they don't have it. They got like a bunch of zeros and ones. Or I mean, I don't know how science works, but <laughs> it's not a thing. Okay, it's, you're right. It's not a physical thing. All they've done is they've taken collecting and collectability and they've put it into a digital space. That's what they've done. And yes, is that dumb? I agree with you completely. But that's exactly what it is. There's nothing else to it. And, you know, funnily enough, you know who's putting money into investing in this and saying that it's the future? Tom fucking Brady. <laughs> like, he's talked about NFTs and how he thinks they're great. Uh... It's It's dumb. Yeah, I'm pretty sure like one or both of the Paul brothers are in on all this too. Like selling like Oh brains. god, those pukes. <laughs> god, I hope they both get literally killed. <laughs> they both got fights coming up. Like in a way it's brilliant because I will watch it. And if they put aside the fact that it's because I want to see them get a permanent brain injury, I mean they're a good draw. You know what? I'm not going to watch these fights, and I'm never going to until they actually agree to a fight with a, like a legitimate fighter who could actually scramble their brains. Because they're well, one of them's fighting Mayweather soon, right? Yeah, but like even that, right? Like Mayweather's been retired for four years. He's uh, significantly older. Um, also, you have to keep in mind that. Uh, he's in a totally different weight class. Like, I think, uh, who is he fighting? Is he fighting Jake or Logan? I mean, I 
I don't know, one of them. All I know is there's some assholes on YouTube. I couldn't differentiate between the two. Uh, anyway, the, the point is, is like he's two weight classes or something above Floyd Mayweather. Uh, it, it, it's it, he's choosing them very carefully. Right. Uh, so until they say like, yeah, I'm going to fight a guy in my class who has lots of experience of a similar age who could really hurt me. I don't care. Yeah, they've been picking turkeys, but in Mayweather, honestly, even in his prime, he just kind of danced around, tried to win on points. But I'm just let me dream. I'm like hoping to see one of them on the mat with like blood coming out their ear. Like I'm not saying that 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 it's unlikely that Mayweather will beat whatever Paul he's fighting. He probably will, right? But the point is, is that. He just has to do his dance, and the other guy is going to get tired because he's two weight classes above him. So it, it's not going to be the brain-smashing fun we all hope, right? So until he chooses something insane where it's like, yeah, this guy could really pulverize him and turn him into marinara, then I don't care. He should fight Godzilla. <laughs> anyway, we, we've, we've lost the thread completely here. <laughs> As I tend to make us do. Okay, now, the, the thing is, Biscuit, you, you might not have to complain about how dumb it is for long because at the same time, as, as much as it had this sort of meteor, meteoric sudden rise, NFTs have kind of popped their bubble already. I thought there was one, like, painting or some shit that recently went for, like, millions of dollars. And yes, that is all the information I have for you. It could be, right? But at the same time, it's like the frenzy of buying is over. The value of these things are kind of dropping as people sort of sit back and say like, hey, I own a bunch of code on the blockchain. Like, you have to keep in mind, there, the, the, let me add to the stupidity. Like you really want to get angry, let me tell you what should make you really angry. Now, when you buy an NFT, they don't store the actual digital file on the blockchain. I thought that was the whole point. They store the transaction of you buying it on the blockchain. And in that transaction, they will have a link uh, to the file that you own. And see, now here's where my eyes start glazing over. Like, uh, what? <laughs> What, 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 what was that? <laughs> okay. So the blockchain, right? So this code that processes these cryptocurrency transactions, right? It, it's actually quite small. Like it's a few gigabytes or something like that. So this ledger of all these transactions in cryptocurrency, it's not very big. It could be stored on the, your average computer. If they took the actual image or digital art or whatever it is that is being sold as an nft and they stored it in the blockchain after multiple times of this happening you would make the blockchain too big sure okay I mean, yeah so in this transaction like the code that says this this nft was purchased by this guy and it belongs to him like in that little ledger in that little note they will have a link to the file that they own. So it'll link to a website. It'll redirect. So this, they'll say at this website, this image is the thing that is owned by this person. That's so dumb. 
Yeah. So like there's like pretty ladies looking through the ledger, like, oh, he owns it. They email him, like, wanna see my tits? You own Jack's tweet. Like, like who okay. Outside of the quote unquote owner of this thing, who the fuck cares? Okay, and, and just let me close up that one thought there too. Now, of course, because they're not storing this file on the blockchain because it's stored on a website that your transaction just links to. This leaves your digital art susceptible to link death, right? So if the, the website stops hosting it or the server goes down or something, your digital art technically disappears. So that transaction <laughs> on the blockchain that says, this guy owns the image at this link, if that link goes down, what do you own anymore, really? Yeah, it's got a link that, like, somebody purchased it on GoDaddy, and now it goes to, like, meat spins. You're like, I paid $30,000 for that. Awesome. It, uh, like we started, the more I hear about it, the dumber it sounds. <laughs> okay, now, also on top of this, you don't own any copyright. No love for meat spins, by the way, huh? Just total... I was hoping you were going to say something like Lemon Party. Well, I mean, Meat Spins is in that neighborhood. <laughs> anyway, uh, on top of all of this, NFTs typically, al although they could be, they are typically not uh, an indication of who owns the copyright. The copyright still belongs to the original owner of the artwork. <laughs> It's just the more you talk, the more worthless it sounded. <laughs> now, th th let's be slightly fair here. This is the same with other collectibles, too. I mean, if you think about like a baseball card, like you having that baseball card doesn't give you the rights to that image on it, right? Just as like if someone signs it, you don't have the rights to their signature. But at the same time, if you're going to pay all this money for it, why not put copyright into it as well like i don't know some kind of protection that they can't just be like yeah well the link's busted it's gone sucks huh precisely right uh it, it, it's kind of dumb and it's as much as it shot up like a real fad in 2020 in 2021 it's kind of bit the bit the dust a little bit it's like electronic pogs mm-hmm you remember Pogs? I remember Pogs. Yeah, you had your slammer. Uh, there was it, always that one kid that he'd play you once and he'd win it and he'd quit. And then you wouldn't play with him anymore. Fuck you, Barry. <laughs> anyway, uh, that is me explaining NFTs to Biscuit. I don't know. Is there anything else you need to know about this, Biscuit? I feel like I'm just going to get progressively angrier if I learn more. It's it, 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 it's gone the same way as Beanie Babies. It's a bunch of people saying, oh, it's the next thing and it's collectible. And it a bunch of people buy into it and nothing happens with it. Yeah, and they get left hole in the bag and your mom has a box of them in the attic. Mm -hmm. Like at least with cryptocurrency, it's gotten to the point where people will accept it for transactions and like you can exchange it for, you know, money you can use or buy stuff with it. That doesn't really seem to be the case with NFTs. So, like, is there a use for it? I don't know. I don't think so. Uh, no. Is it, uh, 
I don't know. I'm trying to think of like there is a collection type of thing that is as dumb as NFTs. And I was going to say like train spotting or collecting like ship numbers or something like that. But even that, it's like you're going outside and kind of like going on a adventure. So collecting you get more out of ship it. numbers, you're going to have to give me a minute on that one. What? You never heard of this before? You just like you go when you're like that's seven. No, 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 no. Like, like, um, uh, I, I'm not sure how many people do this anymore, but like it used to be a thing. It's like if you see a ship going by, you write down its registration number to say, "Oh yeah, I saw that ship." <laughs> That's actually not as stupid. Uh, well, I, I mean, it's like train spotting, right? You you know, train spotting. I would imagine it's very similar to what you just said. Yeah, exactly. Like train spotters are these people who look for like unique uh, engines and stuff like that. And they go and they take a photograph of it to say, look, I found this engine being used in the wild. And they write down the number and where they saw it and stuff like that. Well, that makes more sense because train enthusiasts um, tend to. Um... Tra train enthusiasts tend to be the very fanatical type when it comes to train. They really love trains. We'll say that. Uh, anyway, so yeah, like there, like even train spotting, it's like you're you're going out, like and doing something. Like at least you're walking around with a camera and taking pictures. Like collecting NFTs, it's like you exchange something on the blockchain and say, "Oh yeah, here's some code that says go to this yeah, website." Yeah, yeah. You go out on a first date, you're like, "Here's some numbers I have." They're like, "Oh, good. I got uh, an important phone call." <laughs> uh, anyway, so. That's me explaining NFTs to Biscuit, and uh, I don't know. I guess if you'd like me to explain more things to Biscuit that he doesn't understand, email us at bigbadnonsense uh, big at gmail.com or uh, tweet us Where on Twitter. Where he won't read it. <laughs> or tweet us uh, at bigbadnonsense on Twitter, where Biscuit spends most of his time uh, tweeting in sports threads instead of promoting our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see that one the other day? Like, I'm supposed to be, like, getting our name out there, and I literally asked somebody to block me, which is, like, the opposite of that. So I'm doing great. Uh, pod people, just to give you an impression of, like, how little Biscuit does on our Twitter to actually promote our podcast, let me ask you this, Biscuit. Have you pinned our previous episode? Uh, I highly doubt it. <laughs> you had to pin the one before it. Like, the, the Biscuit has one job. His job, well, no, he has two jobs. His job is to come on the podcast and talk to me, and the other one is to run the Twitter. Everything else I do. I do the research, I do the production, I do the editing, and oh. And the come on the podcast thing back in April, I fucked that up once <laughs> I overslept. So I didn't even do that. <laughs> oh, all right. Pod people, it's great to know that you've been listening. So we are available on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, uh, TuneIn, Spotify. Spotify. Tune in. That's five. Is yeah, that that's it? five. Yeah, that's it. That's all of them. There we go. Okay. All right. So go listen to us if you're not on well i suppose you already would be if you're hearing me say this whatever okay uh biscuit can we end the episode yeah
Man. Vast improvement. Okay, excellent. So all we got to do to make this work is I got to throw a wire over my shoulder and point the microphone at the fucking ceiling. 